Welcome back, fellow AirPotties, to Air Robbed, the Air Podcast. <laughs> this week, we're taking a look at... <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually say it. <laughs> what? AirPotties? You convinced me that it was an endearing fan base name would create a relationship between me and the listeners, and our ratings would go up. <laughs> oh, you come up with the funniest things, Aubrey. to professionally welcome back our listeners to Air Robbed, The Truth Uncovered. Last episode, through a series of interviews and information provided to us by Hailson student Dana Dupree, a glimmer of hope shone through our investigation. Doug McDougall may be the prime suspect we've been looking for this entire time. A series of evidence unfolded before us, where we found that the, each of the AirPods victims this semester were on the film board that crowned Jonah Nolan's film The Victor over Doug's Shadows of a Dead Woman. Seemingly insignificant AirPod robberies have now potentially turned into a story of revenge. I had to get Doug's take on the situation before continuing with this theory. Thanks for speaking with me, Doug. Yeah, whatever. I don't really understand why you call me back here. My docuseries on Cornhole is shooting soon, and they can't be waiting around all day for their baby boy grip, you know? I won't keep you long, but I need to ask you a few questions about the Hailson Film Festival. Uh, You want to know about that shit show? Fine. It's just a bunch of self-congratulating film nerds passing out certificates like candy, sitting in a big circle jerk while a Timothy Chalamet interview plays in the background. Sources tell me that you lost to Jonah Noland, and his film was the only other film entered in the festival. Can you confirm this, and if so, how did losing make you feel? How did it make me feel? How did it make me feel? How do you think Robert Pattinson felt when they snatched the lead role in Shark Tales away from him and gave it to Will Smith? Wait, actually maybe that was for the best. Are you harboring any resentment towards Jonah or any of the judges after all these months? The only reason I lost is because that shit-stained Jimmy the Shizzy had to perform his fuck-ass solo before the film was screened. Did those judges think for a second they could comprehend the depth of my chill school lighting and, and hearing the freestyle rap over pterodactyl noises? Well? Well? Answer me, woman! So, it sounds like the judges upset you enough that- $100. $100! That could've gotten me my B.I. capstone GoFundMe. Sounds like you were mad, Doug. So mad I could've- Stolen some airplanes? What? No, I was gonna say piss on a target. Wait, are you insinuating? While there may not have been a lot of concrete evidence, that interview still speaks volumes. Doug's explosive nature shows me that this film festival loss may have cut a deeper wound than we previously suspected. I decided to seek out an interview with Doug's ex-girlfriend, Christine, to see if his character would be the type to perform a series of robberies out of revenge. Hi, Christine. It's nice to meet you. Hi, everybody. My name is Samantha Longfellow, and I'm a sophomore theater major at Hailson. Today, I'll be reading for the part of Christine. Doug, you lying himbo! Reading for the... what's going on? For the audition? This is a casting call, right? Jeez, you brought me out of character. I'll have to warm up again. 
No, this must be a mistake. Uh, one moment, please. Steve, you said this was Christine. Steve, why are you Sitting walking away? On a dull, dark dock in can you please prison with light can you please leave? Awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp shock. After a hearty game of cat and mouse, I finally was able to reach the real Christine by phone call. She had dated Doug for four months, including during the Halston Film Festival. I proceeded to ask her a few questions about Doug's temperament. What do you remember about how Doug responded to losing the Halston Film Festival? God, I don't even want to think about it. He made me play the dead woman. What kind of corpse wears only a bikini in a coffin? After how it turned out, I wish I'd played the shadows. That's all I'm saying. And when he lost, did he talk to you about how he felt? Talk to me? No, of course not. Doug has to go do stupid shit to get the anger out of his system instead of having a normal conversation. I was subjected to helping him host uh, the social network movie Burning Party and spent days scouring Boston for every copy I could find. So it would be a fair assessment to say Doug was moderately to extremely furious at the outcome. Oh, he was pissed. You've spent a fair amount of time with him. Is he the type to lash out against people he's angry at? Are you kidding me? He tried to show me Gaslight, but I told him I didn't like it, so he made me watch it ten more times. I couldn't even tell why I hated it in the first place, but God, he always has to be right. Very interesting. You're familiar with the AirPod robberies this semester, correct? Yeah, I've heard a bit about them. Well, all of the victims were the judges, the one who decided Jonah's film should win over his. Oh my god. Would it be any stretch of the imagination to presume Doug as the air robber, considering his character and his backstory? No. No, not at all. So we can clearly see that Doug is the kind of self-aggrandizing asshole who would steal people's airpods simply because his ego wasn't being stroked. I apologize, that was a bit harsh. But with a motive and a history of pettiness, all he needed was the opportunity. Dude, you okay? You're twitching a little. Just haven't gotten a lot of sleep. Damn, girl, just drink a Monster coffee. A what? You know, a monster and a coffee. I did that once to write a 12-page essay in a day, then cram for a final. My doctor told me I lost five years off my life from it when I had to go to the hospital, but... It was the only class I got a B-plus in, so worth it. Good to know. I might need to pull an all-nighter sifting through evidence. Evidence? What evidence? Doug did it! He's the air robber. He has no alibi for the new air robberies, and he could be even the original air robber from last semester. I just need the smoking gun of- Whoa, but, but Doug only got a grudge after the film festival and the OG AirPods got snatched, right? Why would he want to steal AirPods before then? I don't know. He's suspicious as fuck, dodging my calls and everything. Could be. Could also just be that you're not allowed to use your phone on set. But look, you gotta listen to my theory. I think I know who did it. What? Who? The Newberry Street Squirrel Mothman. What? See, it's this moth squirrel man that lives on Newberry Street. People have seen him late at night, and he's also attracted to rich things. Like, you know, how a moth is attracted to light and shiny things. But he's also a squirrel. Steve, you're so fucking stupid sometimes. Oh. As I honed in on the culprit, 
Steve's mind was squirreling away, chasing unreasonable, unproven boogeymen. I mean, sure, I was still looking for my solid evidence, but at least I wasn't chittering up the wrong tree. But by sheer luck, Steve's nutty theories would bring me to the exact information I needed, packed away within a furry friend. This was horrible. Why didn't I edit this? Sawyer, what are you doing in the studio? Don't you know? Dropping off my gallon jar of peanut butter. Steve says you guys need to catch the air robber. Be careful, though. Usually, it'll attract the strolls pretty quick, but then the dogs will get a wolf of it, and then Mr. Peanuts is being ripped to shreds. But, hey, at least you're getting the good old slobber treatment from Balta. Ew, ew, ew. Oh, my God, please stop. We, uh, don't need the peanut butter. The air robber isn't Squirrel Bigfoot. Um, excuse you? It's the Newberry Squirrel Mothman. And if it's not her, then who is it? It would be unprofessional for me to disclose. It's that duck guy, right? What? How did you- He's the one who got caught. You know, Doug. Five foot five, dark brown hair, has a cute little mole on his tummy. Oh, I think you're referring to Nick. Oh, right. My bad. I get them confused because they both sit right behind me in my super sexy class, and they both talk about movies, and they both wear Bath and Body Works. Wait, Doug is in your Scooby-Doo class and sits behind you? Yep, yeah. That connects Doug to the crime scene of at least two of the air robberies. I need to find out his class schedule ASAP. Uh, thanks, Sawyer. Oh, sure. So, uh, I know you don't need the peanut butter, but do you mind just handing it off to Steve for me? Ignore the chunky pieces in it. Those are just milk bones. Oh, and I have the giant lamp and net here in my backpack, too. Sawyer, I'm not going to take these things. Darn. Glomps away. Did he really just say that out loud? With that, I got in contact with the Hailson Registrar. Then I remembered Dana exists, and in 45 seconds flat, I had Doug McDougal's full-day schedule, from Hailson classes to interpretive dance at the Y. And as I suspected, Doug McDougal shares all of his classes with Nick, and with the air rob victims. Another connection. I decided to reach out to Marina, since out of all of the victims, she has the clearest picture, and is a lesser of four evils. So, Marina, did you watch the Sherlock pilot yet? I told you I'd watch it after our interview. Ugh, okay. So do you want to know more about Doug and the film festival? Yes. What, is he like a suspect now? I cannot confirm or deny his role, but I am looking into all matters, I suppose. He is kind of suspicious, really, because he clearly held a grudge against all the judges for saying his film sucked, right? And now he just so happens to have a class with all of them, and Okay, they- okay, I get it. But like- I don't really know. Here's the thing. Both films were bad. Erobbed was not a good documentary. It just, like, ended with Jonah being like, Luke's a dick, I don't care who the robbers. But it was also pretentious. But on the other hand, Doug's was this shitty noir film. It was way too edgy. And Jonah's film was bad, but at least memorable. And Doug's detective didn't even look like Benedict Cumberbatch. No cheekbones or anything. My research seems to indicate that Doug's film was also really misogynistic by brutally murdering the woman for no reason except for the man. Huh? Oh, that part was fine. Supernatural does it a lot. Anyway, I mainly voted for Arab because nothing can compete against Sherlock. You know the two actors are so cute together- Marina, focus. Doug had opportunity to steal your AirPods, yes? 
I guess. And Doug held a grudge against the judges, correct? Maybe. He was crying when we announced the winner, but part of me wonders if he was just having a bad month. Why is that? I don't know him well, but last semester he seemed to be relatively normal in the beginning. I mean, he was a douche, but in my screenwriting class he could leave actual constructive criticism. That was usually bad, but coherent. But after February, he went way over the top with his criticism. Like he started adding frowny faces to his canvas signatures. It was bad. February, you say? Didn't the original air robbery start then? I don't know. Probably. I think Jonas said February. He could have been hiding a guilty conscience after stealing Luke's AirPods. He he hates Apple, right? Apple has an iron grip on the free market and all that bullshit. It tracks. It absolutely tracks. Girl, I don't know. I'm not as into this AirPods crap as you are. I just spend my time watching quality TV. Like Hannibal. Wait, I thought... The show about the cannibal? I thought you'd prefer Sherlock. I mean, of course, but you know, I also love Hannibal. You know Hanagram? That's the two main characters' ship. They're, like, so cute together. You should really get to watch- Okay, yeah, I've gotten all I need out of you. Allow me to walk you, dear listener, through the events of the air robberies. <laughs> I can picture it so vividly. Hilson Film Festival. Doug sobbing in defeat as Jimmy's EP blares over the speakers. Between the horrific sounds bearing down on him, the smooth monochromatic AirPods flashing on the screen, and his own innate narcissism, a seed of evil is sown in his mind. When he returns to campus, he's ready to act, but there's one thing missing, a scapegoat. And who just so happens to share all of his classes but the doe-eyed, naive little freshman who's never seen Citizen Kane, Nick Teller. Of course Doug would feel no remorse blaming Nick. Like every film boy, Doug is convinced that humans are merely the walls of the echo chamber on which he may bounce his magnum opus ideas off of. And, uh, I'm sure it helped him to know that Nick wasn't under the sickening spell of film. No. His heart belonged to the true art. Journalism. A perfect victim. A mere case of wrong classes and the wrong seats. So Doug went about his work snagging one airpod after another. And then, the final, fatal case. Marina Taylor. Can you see it? On the screen, dozens of dead sprawled along a set of steps. Doug takes advantage of the cinematic beauty of Battleship Potankin, his sausage fingers clasping around the Sherlock-encrusted case. And then, that curved but rectangular prism of fate being slipped into Nick's tight little skinny jeans. Awake? A silence. Then, Marina notices. And then, the blame is thrust upon Nick. The tragic fall, the close of the curtain, the fin printed on the screens of their lives. The end of the crime spree. Or, so Doug thought. He was too daft to know that I'd be watching. That I'd be committed to the truth. And so with that, I close the case. Except, there's another twist. I've been following the new air robberies, and obviously it's him. But as I keep digging, the deception grows wider. What's stopping him from being the OG air robber? I mean, sure, maybe he's not creative enough for that idea. <laughs> but, I mean, right? He was a shithead back then, too. I'm sure he had a problem with Luke. I'm not as sure of his motive, but... I mean, do I really even need a motive if Jonah was willing to accuse me over literally nothing? Like, for literally no reason? Doug hates Apple, 
it does track. Well, this doesn't really fit in with my original theory, but who cares? No, I'll find a motive. It won't be hard. It's obviously him. Oh, oh, maybe Jonah can be my witness. Oh, wouldn't that be rich? He'll be the nail in the coffin that proves that all this wannabe journalism and film obsession is nothing compared to the real valid journalism I'm doing right now! <laughs> oh, this is going to be so good! Except, of course, nobody has heard from Jonah in months. I did try to leave a voicemail, but he blocked my number. Probably because I blocked his number, but still. I'm sure he's in league with a shit brain anyway. What's one film bro to another, right? Obviously, he's wasting my time. But there is one other person I can turn to. Luke Anderson, the OG victim and my ex-friend. He was, and is, a rich douche. But I won't lie. We've been friends since the start of college. It's hard to let go of friends like that. But... It becomes easier when they're giant assholes who don't even need AirPods but willingly let you get accused of stealing those AirPods and associating the film shits like Jonah and Doug. Last I heard, he took this semester off to go on a four-month cruise with his family, but his phone should be working. Luke, it's Aubrey. You might remember me. We were good friends. But then I kind of realized you kind of weren't really there for me whenever I was distraught. Like when the humpback Harold ran my op-ed in the dining hall's pizza without my permission and didn't even have the decency to edit my typos. But I digress. Look, the air robber is back. And it hurt when you didn't seem to care about me when I got accused of stealing your AirPods even though we both knew I didn't do it. But I think you'd care about justice this time. Or at least you'd care about your AirPods. If you have any info, let me know. Thanks. But, of course, that rat didn't respond to me either. Why would he care about clearing the name of an innocent bystander? Since when did truth and honesty and friendship mean anything to him? He just doesn't want me to have this. Well, little does he know, I already have his investigation in the palm of my hand. After 23 minutes of painfully stalling my investigation by staring at a wall... I realized justice couldn't wait. I had to seek out a confession from the source and end this, once and for all. Hey, it's been over 30 minutes. Hey! Where's my big sausage pizza? Aubrey Fisher. Doug McDougal, I have some questions for you. What? For David Lynch's sake, it's 1am. How'd you know I'd be up? Don't play wise with me, Dougal. I saw you order a venti cascara cold brew at the campus Starbucks at 7pm. First of all, it's McDougal like McRib. Second of all, are you fucking stalking me? You're avoiding the questions. Doug, is it true that you're taking Intro to Ornithology, Starlight Expression, What Would Scooby-Doo, and Russian Cine? Yes. Quite convenient how you've neglected to mention you take all the same classes as the air robber victims. You never asked. Didn't I? Or did you intentionally withhold information from me? I wasn't withholding info. Look, it's it's really not that rare. There's really only so many classes that count towards the film major. Oh, but you told me you were a C.T. Pankis major. 
can't remember my acronym. Don't flatter yourself, buddy. That's barely an initialism. And your alibi is falling to pieces. What alibi? Are you accusing me of something? Oh, but there's more. Marina Taylor, Lance Carlton, Sawyer Thomas. All victims of the air rubber, yes, and in your classes, sure. But also, the judging panel of last year's Halston Film Festival. A panel that judged against you. A panel you have explicitly expressed to me that you hold contempt towards. They're talentless and stupid, so what? So you wanted revenge. You wanted poetic justice. You believe you'd been robbed, and the only way to get even was to rob them back. You just missed a perfect opportunity to say I'd air rob them back. Aha! So you admit it! No, I don't. I didn't steal any AirPods. Air robber says what? What? Aha! Got you! Are you on your period? Shut up, Doug! I got you cornered. I'm gonna take my evidence to the dean and you're gonna be fucking expelled. Confess and maybe I'll have mercy. You've lost your fucking lady brain. That's it. Get off my porch, get away from my Eno hammock, and don't talk to me again. I want nothing to do with your cracked out journalist manifesto. You can't escape the truth, Doug. What truth? This is shittier journalism than Jonah's little project. Don't you ever compare me to Jonah! You're right. Jonah wasn't half as hysterical as you are. Now listen, I need to get back to my Ding and my peeing. And I'm gonna keep waiting for my big sausage pizza, and you're gonna leave me the fuck alone. Justice is coming for you, Dougal! Oh, here's the pizza. Yeah, no, I'm taking this. Ladies and gentle fish concludes one ducked up episode of Air Robbed. Tune in next week to see how nauseous that pizza made Aubrey, who will be the first one in this cast to submit a restraining order, and a review of Lance's Halloween gaming stream of Spooky Overwatch, if Aubrey lets me. Fingers crossed, guys. Today will be a very special episode of Steve's Itty Bitty Titty Bits. I'm taking a page from Aubrey's cool but angry investigative journalism, guys, because I know who the real air robber is. And it's not Doug. Oh, no, no, no. It's much more sinister. Allow me to walk you, dear listener, through the events of the air robberies with the real culprit. Halston Film Festival. Three judges, four victims, one other guy, one prize. Or so they think. In reality, it's eight prizes. Eight ivory colored jewels dangling from their ears and one monster waiting in the wings, ready to strike. It's the Newberry Squirrel Mothman. Simply put, the Newberry Squirrel Mothman is the most elusive creature of the 21st century. Those other creatures like Bigfoot or the Chupacabra, old news. The Newberry Squirrel Mothman is the here and the now. You want my proof? AirPod. Nut. AirPod. Nut. I think we can all agree that an AirPod is essentially a sleeker, more stylish nut. So, stealing two AirPods would be like stealing two nuts. And riddle me this. What Newberry Squirrel Mothman wouldn't want more nuts? Plus. As stated earlier, moths love shiny things. Shiny things equal rich things. AirPods are expensive, therefore, rich things. America, I think we've got him pinned. Now, 
I tried to interview someone myself, a real cryptozoologist, but they all kept blocking me when I asked them what kind of music would best attract the Newberry Squirrel Mothman. Personally, I think the tie between Alicia Keys and Tears for Fears, BTW. So contact me if you know of anything. I'm Steve Jackson, and this has been Steve's Cryptid Tidbits. Steve's Cryptid Bits. Now we're done.